Happy Friday, everyone. This is Liv, and you're joining me for Tears of a Clown, the podcast. I am recording this at almost 11 p.m. That is my dedication to you all. Not to mention, after a full day of moving, and I will accredit most of the things that were moved to some of my best guy friends, Thank goodness, because I pretty much feel useless. Uh, My feet hurt so bad, and my neck is stiff. But I will say, recording the first episode in my new place, I'm so thankful for this change that I made. And even though my cats were upset and half of my apartment is filled with boxes, I think it was the right choice. I was looking at the sun setting tonight with some of my favorite people and... I, yeah, it just, it's great. So I would say the biggest thing is you all know I'm obsessed with Airbnbs specifically because I always get ones with pools and hot tubs and I have both of those things now on a rooftop. So just super excited about everything, feeling really blessed and grateful. Uh, There's much work to be done, but mm, there was some damage did tonight moving in and throughout the day. So I'm ready to jump into this episode with all of you. Holy shit, you guys are so straightforward about what you want me to cover. It's insane. It's like I put out a poll and it's like a rage. It's very, very clear who wants what. So there will be like, a, like a, I'd say a 10, 15% of people who want one subject and everyone else wants the other. And I would say that's awesome because it kind of shows a level of familiarity that we're all experiencing in our own lives. And that means to me that a lot of things that we think we're the only ones experiencing, we're not. We're collectively going through those things together, no matter what our ages, our relationship status, our you know gender, race, um, you know, I could go on. And that's pretty cool. So our topic today is going to be age gap relationships. And I will say, I'm very familiar with this. And I have fought for my life in group chat over this shit, uh, along with with coworkers, my own boss, uh, family members, you know, close friends, not so close friends. This is a really ongoing subject in my own life so I'm excited to speak on it because I feel like it is a uncomfortable subject for a lot of people or puzzling subject for a lot of people and what I will say is for those of us who have been in age gap relationships you don't really understand it unless you've done it and what I would challenge for a lot of you who haven't been in them is to understand that doesn't mean there's something inherently wrong with us because we are in age gap relationships. It also doesn't mean we're necessarily trying to fill some void or avoid it in general uh, because the same argument could be made for a lot of things. So for instance, someone very close to me asked me recently, why do you keep dating younger guys? Can you please just date someone your age? Like, why do you keep doing this? Don't you think there's some kind of issue or some kind of reason you're doing this? And it was funny and I started laughing and I was like, do you understand that the guys my age that I've dated have done even worse to me? And they're like, well, no, no. My ex-fiance cheated on me. (laughs) The guy that I was involved with for 10 years off and on was older than me. Again, both of them are older than me. Uh, Absolutely destroyed, emotionally destroyed me. He would go back to his ex. He would um, 
like give me false promises of a future at one point i'll tell the story another time his mom gave me a ring that i think was an engagement ring while i was overseas then it got really confusing i mean like i could go on but some of the men my first love was older than me like i predominantly had been in love like serious love with men that were older than me and it's been a lot more damaged now you could say oh my god it's a trauma response it's not I would not mind dating someone my age at the same level of my career and um, same kind of goal path and wants and everything else. But what I found is as someone who dates people that are younger than me, when I try to date people my age, I run into two very specific issues. One, someone is waiting for another person to fill the shoes that they have ready. So what I mean by that is the shoes are out and it's like, well, yeah, you're going to you're going to be my wife and then we're going to have kids and then we're going to move in this house and we're going to do that. And it's almost it's almost demeaning because, you know, they're just waiting for someone to step into those shoes like, you know, that that person will just take a little more than a warm body at that point, right? And I get it. Trust me, as someone who loves love and would love to be with someone that I'm super crazy about, I understand wanting another person. But that's the first issue. The second issue I run into a lot of time is very jaded individuals. And that is not fun. I do not want to go on dates with someone or spend time with someone who spends half their time talking about their ex or half their time talking about whatever, you know, instances of trauma they've went through and they keep reliving it. And again, I'm not saying that all men in this in the position I'm in that are older than me are my age are either one of these categories. I'm just telling you that a lot of times that's what I run into. And the reason why from specific experience with everybody kind of wanting to understand this whole dating younger people thing, one of the main reasons why I date men younger than me primarily is that I find uh, I'm I'm quite immature. <laughs> no, outside of my career and like my obligations and my seriousness and like my stature of like my creation, you know, like my writing and all this other stuff, I really am pretty goofy and I like the fact that if I hang out with someone, you know, a little younger than me, they don't have this crazy expectation that I need to like put on like heels and go to this like nice restaurant and like sit there and talk to people I don't care about. Like I like the fact that it's like, hey, you want to go to like sit at a bar? Yeah, cool. You want to like go sit in a pool? Awesome. You want to watch movies? Cool. You want to like grab burgers and do this? I love it. I love the fact that I don't feel this pressure to be this like pretty woman I guess so to speak and I think the other thing is that a lot of the times men that are younger than me are a lot more flexible so they're kind of at the point where they're willing to just learn more and talk about more and do more which is a lot more attractive so they're like oh you're into this why are you into this what well, I want to learn more about it. Let's talk about it. Whereas guys that are older than me or my age tend to be like, no, I'm not doing that shit. No, I'm not into that shit, right? They're a little more jaded. And that really isn't fun in, in terms of exploring and dating. Now, what I will say is I've also ran into the downsides of dating within age gap relationships. So I've had someone that I was hitting it off with, even in the beginning, like we'll go past the apps, past social media, past texting. And then over time, I kind of feel like I'm 
hanging out with like a child. Uh, I, I don't, that sounds really bad, but you're sitting there and you're like, oh God, I have to babysit you or oh God. And that could happen with any age level, but that like level of immaturity starts to show. And then you're like, oh God, I don't want to be involved with you in that way at all. Right? Like we had fun bantering, you know, we had fun working up to this, but otherwise I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I will tell you, I've had that with guys that I've had a two-year age gap with all the way to like an eight-year age gap with. It does not matter if someone is at a different level of maturity. It can really put you off or, you know, I tell you guys in every, almost every episode, the ick, right? It can give you a really bad ick. I had that with someone who is so attractive, so attractive. We have, I think, a seven or eight-year age difference. And um, there's some cultural alignment that we have and you know he's a funny guy and he is um, very ambitious and a good person has integrity everything else and when we just like chat it's cool but then when I would spend time with him longer and longer like in like a group setting I'm like oh god no no you're so immature and I can't do this we're at such different levels in our life and by the way good for him more power to him for being immature in his early 20s that is okay uh, but there are those instances where you just feel like off, like you don't, you don't feel attracted to the person because of the way that they act. Right. But the same could be said for someone who is around the same age as you. I've been around guys that are 30 and I'm like, Ugh, get away from me. Right. Like can't handle their alcohol, acting goofy, not in a cute way, you know, doing stuff that's just weird and too much and whatever else. So I will say you really have to assess where someone is at. And then you also have to assess where you are at if you're getting into an age gap um, situationship or relationship or dynamic of any sort. Right. So moment of vulnerability. I have talked about this a couple times on the podcast, but I fell in love with someone almost a year ago uh, that is quite a bit younger than me. Uh, he is 23, I'm 31. And I was not planning on falling in love with this person. Actually, the night that we went out, me and my girlfriends, I had just gotten my hair done, I got my lashes done. I had been like really starting to work on my Peloton. And I was just feeling like, you know what? I, I, for one night, I don't want to think about finding a cute guy or the love of my life or my ex or anything else. And, um, you know, when he walked into the bar, this shitty little dive bar, uh, in the town I grew up in, I just saw him and couldn't take my eyes off of him. And, uh, it was pretty much history from there. And it has been since. So I think that a big, thing that I would say is sometimes when you meet someone, you don't know how old they're going to be. I didn't know that I was going to fall for someone that was younger than me and had a ton of other um, extenuating circumstances that were not ideal, right? Uh, And, you know, but then when I was with him, I couldn't tell our difference in age. Only over time have I been able to tell our difference in age. And it's really been that where I'm at in my life, I, you know, have a very stable career. I have my animals. I have my best friends that I've had for years and years and years. I have, you know, I've published my art. I've done a lot of things. Like I am still at a point in my life where there's a lot more that I want to experience, but I'm very stable. And he has so many things that he wants to learn and do. And yes, could he stay here and enjoy life with me and, 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 live that way absolutely but it's almost like 
I think that he would be experiencing a level of betrayal to himself to not do the things that he just kind of wants to go out and adventure and do. And I quite honestly don't even remember what it's like being 23. I can't tell you what I was like when I was 23 because that feels like forever ago. But what I will say is when I hang out with him, when we're together, when we talk, like I don't even think about that. I just feel like he's a man and I I feel safe around him. We have fun together. We have a great connection and that's really it. But it's not always like that. A lot of the times... What can happen is the length of the connection can start to show where the cracks are. And that can, you know, materialize a lot of ways. So I'm talking about the person that I've, you know, you know, had a lot of feelings for in the almost last year. But I see friends that get involved with someone with an age gap. And then one person's like, yo, I'm ready to start a family or I'm ready to buy a house. or I'm ready to do this. Another person's like, whoa. Like, I love you and (laughs) I enjoy what we have, but absolutely not. Like, I don't want that, right? And that can apply for so many other things. I want to move. You know, I want to do this. I want to make this investment. You know, I want to make this career change. And so it's really important that we assess where we're at in our life and then what we want. If there's one thing that I will say in retrospect from the night that I met the person that I fell in love with is, you know, he told me specifically what was to come after that night. Uh, now, granted, I drank a lot. I was having my girls and I, like I told you guys, I was, I was doing my thing. We went on our first date the next day, but I knew that he was off to do a lot of different things that did not involve him being stable and at home and ready to build a life with someone. And as much as I didn't want to admit it, that's what I wanted with him. Now, was I like, let's go get married and let's go have kids and let's go buy a house and let's go do this. And no, but I wanted to do life with him. And I think that if I could go back, I should have been honest with myself and been able to say, eh, shit. We're at two different levels. We want two different things. And I think that can apply to anything. That's what I'm trying to say. If you just straight up, uh, you know, look at someone and go, your age uh, completely nullifies you being a contender in my life. That kind of sucks. And I think that that could go across the board, right? Like you're this, insert whatever. I can't date you. And I know we make a lot of jokes in life about like, oh, I, I, nope, I'm not going to date this guy anymore. I'm not going to date this girl anymore. I'm not going to date this them anymore because they do this or they're into this or, you know, musicians, whatever. And I'll, I'll do a whole other episode on my, um, (laughs) my dating hierarchy of like worst and best professions or interests and so forth. Um, But what I will say is we can joke around about those generalizations, but it's really not fair. If you feel a spark with someone or you feel interested in them, you deserve to explore that. I would say the only ways that we should definitely not encourage that or it's not acceptable is if there's another being that cannot consent or you're hurting someone that you really care about and and it's, it's, it's affecting other people, right? It's disrespecting or harming other people. Um, But otherwise it's like, okay, Nobody that loves you is going to actually judge you if you want to date someone that's a few years younger than you. Fucking do it, okay? I've done it multiple times. I've dated people that were older than me. Like, it is a part of life. It's a process, and it's okay if you decide to go that route. Now, one thing that bothers me in terms of the stigma with age gap relationships is people go to, like, Lolita, (laughs) 
<laughs> or they go to just like negative kind of shitty um, outlooks, like someone taking advantage of someone, someone having some type of issue, right? Like I see a lot of the times with my girlfriends who date guys that are older than them. Everybody's like, oh, they have daddy issues. They have daddy issues. Um, so there's like those literary connotation. There's those um, like, honestly, like slut shaming slash like, um, look down upon connotations. There's the whole someone's getting something out of it, which let's separate things. It does not matter if you have an age gap in your relationship. Some people thrive off of power dynamics. I know so many people that are the same age that are in relationships and one person is extremely dominant and one person is extremely submissive and they're financially equal. They're, you know, in terms of their age equal. Like I just said, like the, everything lines up, but there's this whole like unspoken dynamic there. Okay. So let's not limit that to age. Number one, number two, you know, it can be really damaging when someone is either exploring a, a, a love or a feeling or just themselves and people generalize what they're doing and say, oh, you're going through a phase or, oh, this is an issue or whatever. So the fuck what? Now, the only time I'm not going to be in favor of age gap relationships are when I see people taking advantage of and or abusing dynamics with another person. So... If we're looking at two people and one person is clearly feeling like they're the superior being, they can get out of the, you know, dynamic they have scot-free, they have full control over it, not okay, right? It's like a, a use and leave behind type situation. And in that same breath, if I'm looking at this situation I'm talking about right now, anytime where we're kind of using someone else as like a play toy, um, you know, jokes aside, when we're, it's like, oh, I'm having fun in the summer. I'm going to hang out with so-and-so and do this and do that. Um, not okay, right? We got to communicate with people, let them know what we want. We got to be real about um, where we're not comfortable or not okay with things. And more than anything, we don't want to actually straight up like degrade someone unless they're asking for it. But we don't want to do that to another person. So just because I'm involved with someone younger than me, than me does not mean that their emotions and their dreams and aspirations and their wants and needs are less than mine. If I'm getting into that dynamic, I'm looking at this person and looking at them as another human being with an entire life and I'm right there with them, right? So I think it is important to look at these kind of things and also assess a lot of the times if you are in kind of a pattern cycle. So for me, I know for a little while, I was just kind of going for guys that were just not, age aside, just not at the same level in life that I was in. And I couldn't really figure out why I kept doing that. And then what I realized was a lot of the guys that I was attracted to were just, I was just going based off attraction. I was literally like, you know, my uncle slash grandpa Joe jokes that I've told you guys for so many episodes. Again, fuck all of you who didn't tell me it was the grandpa, not an uncle. Anyways, uh, you know, I kind of just realized I was just going off attraction and I had to really check myself and be like, oh, okay, well, this is why I'm hanging out with someone and they're like, what the hell's going on here? Like they, they literally could not afford to take me to Chuck E. Cheese right now. Like we can't do this. So, um, I, you know, it's, it's a, it's good to be self-aware. Now guys, I am winding down here. I'm tired. I'm sitting on the floor in my new place and I have a bottle of tequila next to me. I don't know how many times my cats meow during this episode. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you, but you know what? That's all right. 
Not every time has to be a 100%. So with that, you know we have to go into story time. So this is the story of the soliloquy boss. Now I have to keep things very high level, but what I will say is I had been interviewing for a company off and on for months, like the better half of a year, a friend that I had went to community college with and done writing with uh, had told me he was working with this company. It was a remote company and that was a very rare thing. Like it was not like how it is now. This is years and years ago. It was a huge deal that you could work from your house. It was like, oh my gosh, this is so you know edgy and cool. And when I had done the original interview with my ending up to be Bo slash boss, um, him and I were supposed to meet for a 30 minute coffee meeting. We had an email chain going on with some of the leadership team there. We were supposed to meet for 30 minutes. We were at the coffee shop for four and a half hours. We just had chemistry like it just worked. But the good news was he was just a leader at the company. So he wasn't supposed to be my boss. Or we really weren't even supposed to interact. So even though I left that first day after our coffee date, date, <laughs> um, thinking to myself, wow, I'm really tr- attracted to this person. We have great chemistry. I didn't think twice about it. Otherwise, that like, yeah, I'd see him around sometimes. It was a remote company and I wasn't going to work directly with him. So I wasn't worried about it. Well, lo and behold, I start working and he becomes my boss's boss. And there's all these, you know, meetups. He had this house out of all of us that were just like renting like little shitty apartments and everything else. He had like an established domain. So we would go to his house like we do this group things and in no time, obviously, I started falling for him. He started falling for me. We both became single, whatever. What I didn't realize getting into this age gap relationship was, I think he was about nine or so years older than me, eight or nine, that we really did not set the standards of what the both of us wanted. So at first it was fun and exciting. I'd go to his house and he would always order, again, this is like when DoorDash and Postmates and all these other Grubhub, it was just getting popular. So we'd order like these big meals for us and we'd have like nice glasses of wine and we'd you know, do whatever. And we would have these great times and he would always let me invite my friends over. And I just was like, so I was so spoiled and I was so excited about it. Like I felt really taken care of by him. And I totally enjoyed that because that really wasn't something I'd experienced in my life. I was always the caretaker, always the giver, always the provider, always the breadwinner. So I was loving my experience with him. But as time continued on, what I started to notice was that he had an expectation that I would be present no matter what so as he continued to give it almost came at a price but more than anything I still was in my early 20s I want to be a fucking dumbass I want I told you guys about me in my early 20s god help us all okay like a tornado attention span of a fucking walnut or an aphid same difference I was I was insufferable okay so I'm with this guy who's in his late 30s and I'm out there doing whatever And he wanted me home early. He wanted to have these very long conversations about our future and our feelings, like, et cetera. And it just started really building up to where I would kind of avoid him. 
And at this point, we were dating, but we had not had sex yet. Once it got to the point where we actually slept together, that's where shit got weird. Like, it wasn't the best experience. And I will say I was a lot younger than him. He got winded super early. Like, it was just, it just, it wasn't for me. Okay, it wasn't for me. And despite all my attraction I had to him as a person and like this strong figure, what I started to see in all of that was it was crumbling because it was all about control. So he started to be really demeaning towards me he started to be really rude and really um the expectations kept rising but the attitude kept going more and more down and it turned into this ongoing fight where it's like he wanted to have these long conversations I will never forget at one point I was just out doing my thing I think I was traveling with a couple of my girls and he was like listen I don't need a fucking soliloquy from you okay all I need is a text checking in And I'm like, bro, I did check in with you. And he was just so controlling. And I was like, what do you want? And the reality was he would do all those things at his house in terms of, you know, feeding me and saying my friends could come over and everything because he literally wanted me at home barefoot and pregnant and at his disposal. Like that's what he wanted. And we never talked about it. And you know, again, we're still working at the same company. We're doing conferences across the States together. We're doing all this shit. And he just becomes more and more unhinged. So it comes to a head when we're on the East Coast for a conference. And I'm with my best guy friend who had, at the time, worked at the same company. We're not friends anymore. I could do a whole podcast episode on this. And I really do want to about straight men getting into marriages and or relationships and dropping their female friends. Um, They have no history with, no romantic connection, no physical, like nothing. And it's a whole thing. And I I think it's really shitty um, how like men will become best friends with women and kind of use them as their emotional crutches and laborers. And then once they get in a relationship, they just drop them. But anyways, I digress. Sorry, I had to do, you guys know I had to do one rant tonight. Okay, so... It comes to a head. We're at this conference and me and my best friend are hanging out. We're just being dumbasses, doing whatever. And this guy just straight up loses his shit on me. Like, I thought the guy was going to have a fucking stroke, okay? He's just going off on me. He's like, you're so immature. You're so childish, whatever. And I'm like, bro, I'm fucking 22 years old. Like, what the fuck? Like, what do you expect from me? And I will never forget thinking to myself, what the fuck did I get myself into? My immediate reaction was, I'm never going to date an older guy like this again. Like someone who's significantly older than me because he was so angry that I was not doing and um, really obeying um, to his will, doing what he wanted and obeying to his will. So I'm like, you're fucking crazy, man. Like, I don't want to deal with this. And so after that conference, it turned into a whole thing. But I'll never forget the biggest thing was that... (laughs) me and my best friend while we're being dipshits we all are sharing this giant suite and so we get wasted he goes to the bathtub and I go and like pass out on the bed where my now ex was and um he's in the bathtub like he's you know he's doing whatever I get like shaken awake and it's like you 
what the hell's wrong with you? And he basically tells me, like, this guy, like, gaslights me into thinking that I almost killed my best friend. He's like, he could have drowned the tub. I'm like, what? I didn't even fucking fill up the tub. I didn't even know he was actually going in there. Like, I'm drunk. He's drunk. We fell asleep. And I remember he was just, like, so mean. And so, like, that was the final straw. So you'll not be surprised by the fact that a couple months later when we got back they were changing a lot of stuff in the company restructuring and suddenly I was not performing to where I should have performed and uh, I'll be honest with you I was younger then I I was not the the hard-working woman that I am now but I certainly wasn't also fucking up and we had obviously stopped dating at this point so I realized I was getting pushed out and I'll never forget I didn't have the knowledge in legal terms and everything else now that I have and obviously being an executive at my company now I know why certain things happen but I'll never forget they like hit me with an NDA they hit me with all this shit and uh, it was basically like okay like they never acknowledged the fact that we had a relationship, but it was essentially like, you cannot talk about this company specifically, right? And um, do anything to retaliate against this situation. So that really was uh, uncomfortable for me. I ended up leaving the company. They kind of put me in a bind where it was like, you do this, 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 or that, or, you know, it's not going to work out. So I left. Um but I remember thinking to myself, fuck an age gap relationship at that point and fuck a fucking soliloquy. I'm not going to send you shit, you psychotic, like, dude, you old man, you're psychotic. Um, but what I, what I will say with the story time is that is a really good example of an abuse of power. And what I ended up seeing or learning after the fact is that this was something that he tried to repeat a pattern of with many other people. So again, you can be attracted to someone younger or older than you and not be an asshole and not abuse that dynamic you have. But there are some people who do that. So I know tonight's story time was not a huge laugh one, but you know what? Damn, I think it's a good lesson. I think this is a lesson story time. So I hope you all enjoyed the episode. I'm running on such little sleep. I'm getting this done before midnight because I love you all so much. So have fun this weekend. I'm going to be sitting in that hot tub in that pool that now is called my home. And I have so many boxes to break down and I don't want to do it. It's so symbolic though. So symbolic. So take a step back. Be easy on your friends that are into someone younger or older than them. Don't don't try to psychoanalyze them. Just be present with them. And if they're being shitty and if they're taking advantage of things or if they're using some form of escapism to the point where it's like actually hindering their life, maybe have a conversation with them. I'll miss y'all until next week. This is Live with Tears of a Clown, the podcast.